Dr. Rosenberg came home from work on the 20th of September 2017, the ash tree in his garden looked weak, the leaves looking yellow, and something had to be done to get revenge on whoever did this. He had to make them pay. So he picked up the bottle of bug spray that he had bought on his way home from work and went over to the tree. But then, as he stood, poised over the tree, he saw the answer to his prayers. A small black and red object. It didn't look like it had any legs, but on either side was a small mark in the shape of a kidney, like the ones he saw at work every day. He threw the bug spray away and let the killer do its work. Welcome to episode 13 of Hidden Wings and Bloodlust. I hope this episode finds everyone well and good. I really hope you enjoyed the interview last week with the Criticast hosts. And I've got some exciting interviews coming up with some more amazing people. For example, with Mac and Murphy from the Species podcast. But in the meantime, it's just me again. But if you want to talk about ladybugs or ladybirds, you can always contact me. Details will be at the end of the episode. Now. If you head over to the Casual Bird podcast, Susie has got a clip from me talking about what birds I've seen in preparation for the Big Garden Bird Watch two weeks ago. Her podcast is all about birds and birding, so if you want to hear about our feathered friends, then go and check it out. My podcast recommendation for this week is Let's Talk About Sex by Sarah Steele. Every month, Sarah takes an in-depth look at a different cult, including interviews with survivors and in-depth research. The podcasts only come out every month or so, but I really love the format and they're really worth listening to. The most recent cult she covered was the Newcan Damper tradition and she features a survivor from that cult, Dr Michelle Haslam, who talked about her experience. I also want to mention an event that I went to last weekend. The Coleopterist's Day in Oxford, held in the Natural History Museum in Oxford every year. Coleoptera, of course, means beetles. And this year, there are about 100 participants, and it features lots of talks and workshops by scientists, entomologists and beetle enthusiasts. If you like beetles, it's held once a year at the beginning of February by the Coleopterist Society, and attendance is free. There's also a bookstall in which you can buy books on insects and other wildlife. Plus, there are usually talks about ladybirds, dung beetles and many more, if you're into any of those. Think about, I don't know, crying corn or something like that, except for beetles. It's a lot of fun, great people, and as always, hugely informative. A link to the Coleoptera Society will be in the show notes. So we're going to talk today about the kidney spot ladybird, Chilocorus pustulatus. The chances are that if you Google kidney spot on a Google search, you will end up being a bit traumatised, so maybe you better not do that. 
I don't know why it's called a kiddie spot, but the Latin name Renipastulatus also means kiddie spot, and perhaps the red colour, position and shape makes the ladybird spots look like kidneys. I don't really know. So the kidney spot is quite an unusual looking ladybird. It's completely black except for two large red spots, one on either side. For a start, when you see a kidney spot, it doesn't really seem to have any legs. Its legs are very short, as are its antennae, so it seems to hover or slide up the plant that it's on. Second thing is, it's also very round and very dome-shaped. It almost looks like something out of a science fiction film. It is about 5mm long, and the underside and short antennae very, very short, you can barely see them. Of these ladybirds, is orange. So the larvae and pupae are very, very spiky. And to be honest, they look a bit scary, especially if you've never seen this ladybird before. And at the aforementioned Coleopterist's Day, there was a talk about entomological inquiries at the Royal Horticultural Society. And a number of reports to the society were about kidney spot ladybird pupae by people who had never seen them before. And they reported it because they were worried and they didn't know what to do. The kidney spot larvae and pupae tend to be very, very similar to the pine ladybird, except that the kidney spot pupae tend to be all black, whereas the pine ladybird pupae are sort of a brownie black colour. And the spikes and spines are basically to protect from predators. The pine ladybird and kidney spot ladybird larvae look very, very similar, except that the kidney spot ladybird larvae are slightly redder in colour, like a reddy brown colour. And you can often find several of them, like as in 10 or or more, on the underside of the leaf when they're um, getting ready to become adult ladybirds. And if you don't know what they are, you might see a whole lot of these and think they look unsightly or think they're damaging the plants. But don't worry because... They'll hatch out and then you have lots more ladybirds to eat the scale insects on your plant. They're very, very similar to a pine ladybird's pupa. Another way that they're similar is that the skin splits at the top when the ladybird is ready to come out and it climbs out rather than the seven spots of coming out head first. These kind of climb out through like a hole at the top. So I've seen clusters of of kidney spot larvae, pupae and newly hatched ladybirds as late as November. They tend to congregate on leaves to pupate in very big groups. Not only leaves, I've seen like 10 or so on a railing and they tend to be able to withstand very, very cold temperatures. They also tend to reproduce later than other ladybirds. One study I looked at showed that the earliest recorded kidney spot in Britain hatched out on June the 18th. And that was the earliest that it hatched out. So most of them are hatching out a lot further on into the year. And most ladybirds in the UK tend to finish their reproductive period a lot earlier, apart from the harlequin. So the kidney spots are quite close in appearance when they're adults to the pine ladybird, except that the kidney spot has got two spots and the pine ladybird has got four comma-shaped spots. The pine ladybird tends to be smaller, but the kidney spot is about four or five millimetres long. So this is actually very, very similar to an American ladybug or ladybird called the twice-stabbed ladybug. And if you live in America and you see a picture of this kidney spot, you might think that it resembles the twice-stabbed ladybug. 
And indeed, both of these are very, very closely related. They're both in the Chilocorus genus, twice stab ladybug is Chilocorus stigma. And in fact, when I've looked at photos of them, they're completely identical. I can't tell them apart at all. However, according to the Global Biodiversity Information Facility, quote, it can be distinguished using the male genitalia and microsculpture of the pronotum. In C. stigma and allied species, the interspace between punctures on the disc of the pronotum is covered by finely engraved net-like microsculpture. In C. renipustulatus, the interspace is smooth and shiny, with no visible microsculpture on disc. And no, I'm not entirely sure if I understood all of that either, or if I'd know what to look for if I looked at a kidney spots genitalia. Maybe that's a subject for another interview. So there's another complication, and that is Chilocorus kuwane is an East Asian species of ladybird, which was introduced to the USA and has been recorded across that country. It's sort of um, spread quite a lot. And in 2018, it was synonymized or categorized as the same species as the kidney spot by Bienkowski. And that is because both the genitalia and the gene sequences were judged to be almost identical. Although, from what I understand from my research, this is not 100% confirmed and might need further investigation. Therefore, we can probably say that the kidney spot is found across Europe, Russia and parts of East Asia, as well as being introduced to the US. So, kidney spot ladybirds mostly eat scale insects, especially Chionapsis silicis, and they're usually found on deciduous trees. That is, especially, I've seen them on apple trees, pear trees, but they especially seem to like ash in, in this country. And as I've said on the show before, scale insects are a very unpleasant type of pest. They stay fixed in one place, and they're very, very difficult to dislodge. They suck out the sap from the plant, and they're generally speaking not what you want to have. The kidney spot can be found in broad-leafed forests and on trees in your garden. You don't often find them on shrubs, but what's unusual is that they can often be found feeding on the bark. So rather than you often see a seven spot on the leaf of a uh, of a plant, the kidney spot ladybird will usually be on the bark of the ash tree or whatever kind of tree it's on. And despite the kidney spot ladybird being relatively uncommon, they are very locally common in some areas. For example, a paper published in 2011 showed it to be the most common ladybird on mountain ash trees on the northern border of the Czech Republic. That was because of the number of scale insects on these trees. So thank you so much for listening to the show. I've got some very exciting episodes coming up very shortly, including more interviews and my first multi-part episode. And if you want to get in touch with me, then you can find me on Facebook at Hidden Wings and Bloodlust, on Twitter at HWAB Podcast, or on Instagram at 365.ladybird. And if you like the show and want to support me on Patreon, you can do so at www.patreon.com slash Hidden Wings and Bloodlust. Music at the start of the show is by Deborah Torrance, and music at the end is Boardroom Walk by Cascad Cax Pistopinical. Thanks for listening, and goodbye for now.
I'm in 65 